0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. Um, encouragement and, and it's this encouragement that, that I want to come to tonight. I, I really believe that Um, So much so that I'm old school um, and uh, I've got handwritten notes here. Uh, So handwritten I can't read them Um, And uh, because I I had a message written out and then I I sort of had it. I've got uh, lots of notes on my iPad that I wrote um, and they'll they'll just sort of sit there for due time. Um, So the actual notes that I'm writing for you today is uh, written this afternoon. And written this afternoon for one reason. Um, Pastor Lance, who was preaching to us this morning, um, spoke a word which, which set everything else off kilter in a sense. He kind of... Actually, what he did, he spoke a word which... Spoke so prophetically into my spirit that I realized it kind of it's it's that. Ah, that's it. That's where I I kind of was kind of, you know, sometimes you feel slightly out out of kilter. And and, uh, so he spoke um, from Acts chapter. We're going to go to Acts chapter four. uh, And uh, we're going to read. We're going to read from Acts chapter four and verse 36, and he spoke about Barnabas and. And uh, I really feel that the spirit of the Lord is, is speaking to this house, that he is bringing the, the character and the nature and the life of Barnabas into this house. And I felt this recognition. I, I've, I've never felt this identification to a, to a Bible character before in this same manner. But I, I really believe that that which was on Barnabas is that which is on this house is that which is on me. And that which is on me is that which is on you, right? Because, yeah. because God has called us to, to speak with a voice. And, and uh, so it's John chapter 4, verse 36, and it says, And Joseph, or is Joseph, we, we should say, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated the son of encouragement, a Levi of the country of Cyprus, having sold having land sold it, and brought the money uh, and laid it at the apostles' feet. So Barnabas is, is actually his nickname, right? His real name is Joseph, but they call him Barnabas, which means the son of encouragement. So here's a man that turns up who's so inspiringly encouraging, who has such an ability to lift people and encourage them and just speak such a word to them. They call him the son of encouragement. They call him Barnabas. And I, I want us to understand the nature of this type of encouragement, this encourager, this minister of encouragement, this one who lifts people's lives. And, and I, I have found myself as one looking at the nature of Barnabas who, who knows how to stand alongside any number of different types of people yeah. and, and, and speak into them and over them and through them, that they may rise to a greater call on their own lives. And Barnabas—the significance of Barnabas's ministry is that he is—he is able to just stand aside people and just lift them by his encouragement. And I want you to understand in this house: if you want to embrace the mantle of this house, that. That the mantle of this house is that you might stand aside and next to someone and encourage them. If you want to know how to minister to someone, you stand next to them and encourage them and just lift them up and speak words of, of exhortation which develop the very core of who they are. You will find yourself very quickly in a ministry position. Because you're ministering. Yeah. That's your position yeah. to encourage those yeah. who are around you, yeah. and I just want to go through some things which the Holy Spirit has spoken to me, and and I want to take aside some of these things because Barnabas's impact of his ministry is quite profound. He he comes around a man Paul who isn't trusted, who we we um, as as um, Lance this morning was talking about him as the man called Saul, um, who who became later known as Paul, um, and he um, he comes around this man who's not trusted, who who who's um, is is feared, uh, and he speaks over him with such profound encouragement, a life that Paul is able to um, to step into the mainstream Life of the church and and speak with with life and revelation. Without without Barnabas, there was no Paul. The impact of Paul. Without without that, without Barnabas, there would not have been the Antioch church. And if you don't know your church history, you, you have to understand that everything that we do today in church, everything we do today in the life of what we do in church is because of what happened in Antioch not Jerusalem was what happened in Antioch and Antioch is the church that defined the modern church as we know today yeah. mm. the church structure the leadership yeah. the 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 fivefold ministry it happened there in wow. Antioch yeah. and it happened because Barnabas not Paul Barnabas oh. stepped in yeah. and 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 created the, those structures stepped in and 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 it was Paul didn't even have a ministry until in the church. He was just an itinerant traveling around. And then Barnabas goes, you know what? What this church needs is Paul. Because Barnabas was the leader of the Antioch church. He, he turned up there because Antioch was, was, was this sort of God was moving in Antioch. And lots of people are, are getting saved and, and encouraged. And, and Jerusalem, who's a kind of the, the Jerusalem church, is kind of a little insecure by, by these things that are happening in a, a Gentile world. And, and, and uh, so they send off Barnabas, the son of encouragement, going found, find out what's going on. Well, well Barnabas just does. What Barnabas does is he steps in there and he goes, This is awesome. You guys are awesome. Wow, how awesome is this? And, and, and well, let's just do more of this awesomeness. And, 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 so, um, the son of awesomeness, and, uh, so he gets in there and he's encouraging them and, and he's speaking and he, he steps into a place of, of, of their leadership. Uh, and a leadership encouragement, and, and, and as he's encouraging, he goes. You know what we need is is other people around. So he goes off. He finds Paul, and he brings him back to to Antioch. And together they minister in the life of that church. Wow. And, and and that those days of 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 empowerment and ministry create the 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 setting. For what became the, the mission uh, of, of sending out um, apostles and uh, and leaders and evangelists and sending them out and establishing new churches and it all happened there in in, in Antioch because of Barnabas, yeah. mm-hmm. and so um, I, I really want us to understand that if we're going to understand um, the the going to understand the the power of the the vision of this church that I spoke uh, last week on the, and and I encourage you to listen to the the download again because I, I I spoke so much (laughs) and I can guarantee if we took a test, the scores would be less than 50% (laughs) of what you said. Uh, Listen, I, I, I have to listen to it again to remind myself, because <laughs> there's that much information, and God has spoken so many words and scriptures to, into our heart. I keep having to come back to Cheryl and going, there was there was a word, there was a scripture. What was that word again? Because it, it there's so much that's that's going through, and and so I um, that one of the words was that we are to build a a, a culture and and to. To build a life of ministry to the congregation, and to know how to become the ministers yeah. of, of, of the house. That there is a that there is a, a a release of of ministering, and and this word that God has spoken to me about of of ministering through mentoring is a, a is a is a word which is coming through, and I realise that that Barnabas is, is is the is the key to that mentoring. Spirit that that understanding how Barnabas mentored is is understanding how how we can encourage and minister and mentor those who are around us, amen. And so I want us to I want us to go through three three aspects of of what Barnabas did uh, in the in the church. And in Acts chapter twenty nine, we see that that Paul uh, sorry that that Barnabas learns how to elevate the life of his peers. He, he elevates those who are around him. And in Acts chapter 9, we're going to go there, um, and it says in, in um, Acts 9, actually we'll read 27, um, it's because uh, Paul. they didn't believe that Paul was a disciple. It says, but Barnabas took him, and brought him to the apostles and declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road. So, so Paul had a story that we re- heard this morning. Paul had a story of how he met God on the road to Damascus. Yeah. But Barnabas is such an encourager that he decides it's his burden responsibility to tell that story. To, the, to stand as his advocate and say this man had such a powerful yeah. touch from God yeah. he's got his arm around him and say, listen, this man is so has had such a powerful touch from God this is what happened. Yeah. He tells the story for him mm. and and here's an amazing aspect of those who know how to encourage is that they know how to elevate their peers. Yeah. Champions champion their brothers. They know how to elevate their peers. They know how to lift them up and say just how amazing they are. One of, one of the things that always struck me um, as, as as such a sort of powerful thing is, is when I used to take Joe to the skate park. And, and when Joe was growing up, he would um, uh, he just loved to go to the skate park and and just get up there and do his thing. And I was always slightly jealous because when I was a kid growing up, I, I only once or twice got on a skateboard and they weren't the same type of things as we have today. They, they were much smaller, thinner, and, and we had um, one hill that we could skate down, which was our neighbours drive. And uh, they never really complained that many times. And uh, so <laughs> we took as, as encouragement it was okay. And... Uh, <laughs> there's a line of, of sort of complaints that, you know, until they step over that quantity, then, then it must still be okay, right? So, so we would just skate down this thing, and I would generally skate down and crash into a tree. And, and, uh, and it was never my skateboard. It was the neighbour's kid's skateboard that we used. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was as near as I got to it. And so when jo- I, t- I remember taking Joe uh, to the skate park, and there's these kids there that are obviously very way advanced of what Joe could do and and uh so he would go rock up there and they got all the the gear and stuff and, and Joe would rock up and go whoa that's sick dude and and uh, he would just speak the language and encourage him, and then somebody else would turn up who's quite rubbish to be honest and they would uh, and Joe would look at him and go dude that was awesome and and he would just speak to them about how amazing they are and and I watched with amazement how he instantly became one of theirs. And he became part of the crowd. He became by and was accepted amongst them simply by the elevation he gave them. Yeah. Complete strangers, no idea who they are. He just gave and acknowledged the the ability that they had and gave them that sense of, come on, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And And Barnabas is doing that to Paul, he he comes up to him and he elevates him with his encouragement. Said this this bloke's got an he's got an amazing ministry. He's got a he, if he was a skater, they would, he would say to them, "This bloke's testimony is sick, dude." And uh, fortunately, he wasn't part of that crowd. So that's not how the story's told in the Bible, but. But if it had been, it, it would have been funny, right? <laughs> and uh, the, the, it would have caused the translators of the word much trouble. That, uh, what's the deep meaning of this sick dude? It's, uh, <laughs> and, and we've got to understand that if, to understand the power of ministry is simply this. If you can find one thing to do in the kingdom of God, it's this. Elevate those yeah. who are around you. Yeah. Lift them up. Wonderful. Lift them up. Yeah. Just th- those you're working with. Lift them up. Yeah. Tell them how good they are. Yeah. Remember, Jill. Where's Jill? She's in the room. Is she there? She. I can't see you, Jill. You're too small. Uh, yeah. <laughs> th- and elevate. Sorry. Elevate Jill. Quick. Elevate. Get her a chair. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and and. and uh, Jill has just done the most extraordinary job in, in, in taking on the hosting team and, and uh, come on, let's, let's appreciate Jill. She is absolutely dynamic in her ministry gift and and uh, she led the um, children 's ministry for many years and, and, and felt that God was telling her to step aside and, and it, it troubled us deeply that someone with great, such great s- skill would, would step aside from that and It was kind of she, she assured us that she 's not stepping aside from ministry, just that, that role and, and, and felt that she should be just be encouraging the the church and the leadership and and with uh, w- situations that only God knew about, would would cause her to go and, and have such a profound word for the hosting of everyone that stepped into the church, that there is a Barnabas anointing on yeah. you, Jill. There is a, a, a ministry of encouragement. You are a daughter uh, of encouragement. And, and there is such a profound gift uh, on your life, and 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 everyone that she has around her just feels so good about the, the the role that she's embraced, and 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 feel encouraged to stand with her in doing. And I, I encourage you that as you that those you on the worship team just just tell everyone that what they're doing that is a really awesome job. That's a that's an awesome. That's a, I love the way you play that note. I I love the way you you minister in the, in the way you're. Uh, Mark, I love the way that you were just meeting with God uh, on the drum kit in the middle of the service there worshiping and I could tell God was really was really just ministering in your heart and, and touching you. And, and and that is a important and profound thing. I I love the way that, that these see see it's the voice of encouragement that, that builds the ministry, empowers it. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. The second thing that we have to understand is that, that Barnabas is strategic, not just emotional. Now, encouragement is, by its nature, emotional. Is It triggers very powerful emotional kick-off in our brain, right? And that's imp- very important. Your, your soul needs that emotional kick. It needs that kick of encouragement. The, 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 the ability to it it's like it's like there's this um the health of your physical body and your and your 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 soul your the health of your soul needs encouragement and and encouragement is is unlocked the the health of your soul is unlocked by by encouragement coming in and just clicking and and it releases I don't know what they are, endorphins. So we'll use that word. That's something which is spoken, but it releases it in your brain and, and it, it fizzes around in your body and you go, who is she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what encouragement does. It's, like, it's, it's a bit like a, a drug, uh, but a healthy one. It's a, it's a good drug uh, because it wasn't... It wasn't um, Boiled up in some nasty little back street somewhere. It, it, it was simply... It's in your body, but the only way to get it is for someone to say, You are really sick. <laughs> like good sick. <laughs> You're awesome. You've done something amazing. The, it, the only way to get it is to be lifted up. and the, so, so your physical and mental, emotional well-being is in a, an entirely not even spiritual atmosphere you need encouragement right yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you just need to be encouraged yeah. people 's health and their, their sense of well being and, and, and ability to be able to communicate and to be able to needs encouragement to be to be sort of lifted up and because how often do you feel discouraged yeah. I reckon daily. Is generally a minimum, yeah. isn't it? that's a minimum, Di- discouragement is, is a very powerful thing, and there are many circumstances, situations that challenge it. I have, I wrestle with discouragement on a continual basis, yeah. not because I feel discouraged, but that that there are many, many situations that challenge the perception of your your the direction of your life that. You, that that discouragement is is working at every level, and and uh, you know there, there is something that we, we have to understand about discouragement is that discouragement is something that um, the spirit was speaking to me very much about this in the service that that discouragement causes disunity yeah. Yeah. when you when you are discouraged you're disconnected to the things and the people that you had agreed to spend time with. It's discouragement. Discouragement creates disunity. And so the the antidote for that is encouragement. Learn to encourage yourself as well as encourage those around you. If you encourage those who are discouraged, you create a spirit of unity in the house. And so we have to understand the power of encouragement, that it is the antidote to discouragement, which is the which is the very seed of disunity. Yeah. And so unity in the house. We have to understand this. The most important thing that God wants when we worship is that we worship as one voice yeah. together. Yeah. 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 So true. Yeah. When we instead, when 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 God comes down and his glory, the trumpet is blown, and, and his glory is revealed, and it, it, that is a moment that we we kind of long for. But let me tell you something: it will be terrifying. I mean, and you just like it will, it'll be kind of sort of bow loosening, terrifying. It will kind of be like it will be like whoa, oh no! <laughs> it will be whoa. <laughs> I wish I had better bladder control. It would be, <laughs> it would be, it would be. Come on! I mean, it's like God appears. The heavens open. The heavens are ripped apart, and all His glory He comes. And when all of heaven and all of these things are are are, have, are rolled together, and He gathers His saints, and He gathers all who confess His name and love Him, and and He He gathers them together in the choir of heaven. Everyone, it will be one voice. Yeah. That's what he longs for, one voice. And that's something so amazing because we don't understand the nature of the power of one voice because of how much, how many individual personal responses of commitment that it takes to make one voice from many. The power of that. That's why it's so powerful because every single one of us are having individual, unique and specific thoughts, unique to ourselves, nobody else knows about. Mm -hmm. Our will, our decisions, our mind, our our emotions, everything, they're all uniquely individual. Mm. I remember as a child around, I can't remember how old I was, but I remember I was on the top bunk in the step, I was about nine or ten, right? (laughs) I'm just speaking in my brain now I'm trying to work out I'm in the top bunk we don't know when you were sleeping in the top bunk I was on the top bunk many times but this particular time there was many bedrooms and and parents moved us around on different occasions so I was about 9 or 10 years of age and I remember just looking at the wall and it was almost like the wall kind of disappeared I didn't see it as a vision But it was like, and I just looked at all of life and all of humanity and all of people. And I remember thinking to myself, there isn't anyone else in the world, there isn't anyone that will agree with everything that I think is right. There's no one. I am uniquely and individually alone in the universe with my thoughts. It's quite a profound thought to have, isn't it? I, I remember having quite a few of those. One of the other ones was, before I really met with Jesus, was, yeah, was having this thought. I just saw my life as a bridge across an endless sea, to etern- from life where I'm living now to eternity. I was about eight, I think, and just this continuum, I remember looking, just thinking, life is just simply walking across the bridge, to what? I, hadn't, I didn't really understand who my life in Christ. And then I thought to myself and then this thought, it comes to me, why don't people just jump off the bridge? Why don't people just jump off? And I think my brother threw some Lego against my head and that was it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but the impact of that kind of deeply affected mm-hmm. who we're called to be. And I know God was calling me at those moments. There were many moments that God met with me as a child. and There was a moment when I was 11 and I remember waking up and just looking out of the window. Deeply concerned, deeply concerned. And I felt this need to get up, get dressed and run up the road to the roundabout, the busy, this busy main roundabout. And I was too frightened. I'd never, I mean it was, but actually what happened is somebody was murdered right there at that moment. I woke up in the morning and, it's police everywhere and a guy had been killed and I remember feeling disturbed thinking if I had got up and gone would they have lived no. and it's like God I gotta to listen to your voice yeah. I knew God was speaking to me I mean I still really didn't get properly born again until maybe I don't know how old it was because there was there was levels of commitment right yeah. um how much I wanted to stop stealing from local shops. To age 12, it's like I go to church on Sunday. (laughs) On Monday, (laughs) turn up at school, how much would you like? (laughs) It was a business. I mean, it wasn't wasn't just selfish. I I (laughs) I had to make money somehow. I don't even know how I got into all of that, right? We're going to speak about encouragement. The Holy Spirit wants us to... <laughs> We've got to know that... I... Yeah, that's a point. It's got nothing to do with any of that stuff, is it? Barnabas is strategic, not emotional. That's where we got onto that stuff in my brain, right? <laughs> Barnabas is strategic, not emotional. Now, in Acts chapter 14... Acts chapter 14... Um, it says this, um, Acts fourteen twenty one. 21, it says, And when they preached the gospel to the city um, and made many disciples, they t- returned to Listeria, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. Verse 23, So when they had appointed elders in every church, And prayed and fasted, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. We have to understand that that Barnabas, this was Barnabas and Paul, that the start of this is that strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith. So Barnabas has established this ministry process of coming in, encouraging them, and in the exhortation of encouragement comes the requirement to create structure that holds that encouragement together. Yeah. And so here we have to understand that that encouragement is the precursor to every blessing that flows out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Encouragement first. Yeah. Yeah. Encouragement creates encouragement creates culture, encouragement creates strategy, yeah. encouragement creates vision and direction. Encouragement And so as we simply find the words. Now, what form of encouragement? One word of encouragement? No. How many words of encouragement did Barnabas speak before they got to the point where they were structuring and strategizing the shape of the church? Years of encouragement. We have to understand that that encouragement is a simple word. It's like it's like if you want to be healthy, you have to eat healthy things. Well, how many healthy things do you have to eat to be healthy? It's not. I mean, if you if you've been eating McDonald's all day, which God bless McDonald's, so I don't want anyone to assume me. If you've been eating <laughs> McDonald's all day and you come out, you're not the healthiest person, right? But if you've been doing that all your entire life and you go out and say, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to be healthy. And you go out and, and you, you walk in and you buy a broccoli and you munch on a broccoli on the way home, right? And you've got a broccoli in your hand and you're chewing on this dry piece of broccoli. And... <laughs> it's going to do you good, right? It's going to be disgusting, but it's going to do you good. <laughs> it's going to do you good. But it's still, you're still not going to be healthy. Yeah. That piece of broccoli will do you good, but it's, you still won't be able to, you'll, you'll have some goodness in you, but you'll still be the same state as you were before, yeah. Yeah. because it was only one piece of broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you stop eating those fat-inducing burgers that come from a certain place, right? If you, <laughs> if you stop eating those, and you continue to eat the broccoli, and you have your greens, and you, and you have your, your the food, then... Health becomes a part of who you are. It yeah. takes a moment, it takes yeah. a process of time because yeah. you, you've laid it layer upon layer. Yeah. The encouragement is something that comes out and so what happens to the person who's eating healthy over a lifetime is they begin to be able to do strengthening things and they can they get exercise and, and certain pains and things begin to people say, "Oh I, I used to really so I didn 't have the energy, they get energy again, so so many things come out of the healthy food. Yeah. So what happens with our life is encouragement. Encouragement is your greens. You just got to keep eating your greens. You eat them, then out of your life comes the power to be able to do so many other things. Amen? All right. The last point here. um, The last point I just want to say is Barnabas is people first. And here's the power of this. Barnabas is people first. And... uh, it says here in, in Acts chapter, uh, Acts 15. And uh, there's, a, there's a disagreement here between Paul and Barnabas. It's, it's a profound, I could spend a lot of time on this because it's, it's deeply profound. Um, this disagreement that Paul and Barnabas have, one of the problems with the disagreement is the first thing they didn't do whenever they did something the first thing they would do is pray get together and they would pray but Paul and Barnabas didn't pray, they just fought, just had a big argument and they said well I'm going this way, well I'm going the other way and God was with them both because they're his kids it's like if my kids have an argument and fight, I'm I'm with them both and I'm not on either side and so he's with them. And, and it says here, but Barnabas, the fight was over this. Barnabas wanted to take a guy called John Mark. And Mark had let them down. Been on the mission before. A while back, he'd been on the mission. And he'd gone, oh, I can't do this. I'm, I need to go back to Jerusalem. And Barnabas being the son of encouragement is, is kind of the one who lets it go. But Paul is... A bit pernickety. It's like he, Paul is, he struggles with that kind of... He feels that Paul is actually emotionally feels rejection. He feels that rejection. You, you read his letters, you, you see this sense of rejection in it. Uh, and so he, he struggles with that rejection and he, he just can't let it go. And so and Barnabas says, we should take Mark with us. And Paul would go, I'm not taking that bloke with us. He's rubbish, he'll let us down and Barnabas is the son of encouragement and going Mark's an awesome bloke everyone is awesome Mark is awesome too look at him look we, let's take Mark and and so they, they have this fight and they and they go in separate directions but we have to understand that see see, see Barnabas is not even he he's not remotely interested in what happened before because he's people first he's just going he just wants he just wants to take people with him And so we have to remember this. People first means we're not interested in what happened before. When someone steps up to the plate, regardless of what they did before, we have to say, come on, let's take you with us. Now what happens to Paul? God is with Paul on this story, and the story follows Paul because he has that call on his life to build the house. And he's the one that's been gifted to write the word of God in those in those particular chapters, th- those books, and so the story. Luke writes the story. He, he can only follow one person, so he goes with he goes with Paul, and he writes Paul's story. But Paul is plagued for the rest of his life with isolation, separation, and people leaving him from that from that day on. Because he leaves behind the voice of encouragement that brings healing and restoration in his life. Paul's ministry is is plagued from that day on with that problem. And he says towards the end of his ministry, everyone's left me. Everyone's left me. Well, you know what? It's because you left encouragement. You left the encouragement and then everyone leaves me. His ministry is never the same because he leaves encouragement. We are here. For, if we can do anything, if we can be anything in this city, let us be Barnabas. Let's lift up everyone in the house. Let's lift up every church in the city. Let's be Barnabas to every church in this city and just say, you guys are awesome. What an amazing job you do. What a beautiful building you've just built. What a great congregation you are. What great worship, What great leaders. Let's just be Barnabas. And empower and take a hold, take a hold of this city, and speak a voice of encouragement over it. And I know that God will empower because what happens is those greens get into your body; it makes you strong. This house becomes strong. So I really believe that as we, as we bring in um, ministry, we begin to. Train and develop the house. How to be ministers of the house? How to be encouragers of one another? And how to develop mentoring? I, I'm going to be spending time encouraging. I really want to see um, our, uh, leaders and people just being able to just begin to mentor uh, their friends and peers and and those who are following them, and to be able to encourage them. We want to see. We want to see great leaders that I feel like it's the Barnabas foundation it's like uh, it's it's like the power of uh, of encouragement to raise up men and women for God that they would do incredible things amen thanks for listening if you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times then don't forget to visit our website www.junctionchurch.com god bless